Amen. I am thankful to be in the house of God today, and I'm so glad you are as well. I, I, I have a little bit of a, of, a, of a word from God to preach this morning. I believe it is from God, and it is. it, it may not be for y'all. It may be for me. That's okay. I'll take it. Amen. But I'm excited to be in the house of God, and I'm excited about what God is doing, not just nationally or globally. And there are a lot of great things happening nationally and globally for the work of the kingdom. But I'm also thankful for what God is doing at Calvary Tabernacle in Alto, Texas. I'm thankful to be a part of that. I'm glad you're a part of it. Amen. And I want to see God do greater things in 2022. So today I'm going to just preach a little vision, if I may. And uh, I'm just excited about what God is doing, and I want to see it happen here. Turn with me to the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. While you're turning there, I do want to just bring to your attention, Bishop and Sister Littlefield are in Weeches this morning, ministering, helping Brother Moats. Continue to pray for Brother Moats and the church in Weeches as, as they deal with, as he deals with cancer. And uh, God has got his hand on it. I know I'm, we're trusting that, but at the same time, he is still dealing with it. And so pray for them. And any time that Bishop gets a chance to go over there and help them, uh, I, I want him to do that. Amen. And so I know they're being blessed. Their church is getting a blessing this morning from hearing from our elder. And uh, so just pray for them. They should be back tonight uh, unless something crazy happens. Amen. Amen. The kids pushing buttons on the car. Praise God. Let's turn to 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. The Bible says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. His mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. Talking about names this morning in the adult Sunday school class, Jabez is a perfect picture of somebody that didn't get named correctly. Verse 10 says, though, that Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. And everybody catch this, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil that it may not grieve me. Catch this last sentence. And God granted him that which he requested. God gave Jabez what he prayed for. I know I mentioned it in the business meeting on Wednesday. I've talked to our leadership team about it a few weeks ago. I just can't get, get away from what happened the very first Sunday of this year as Brother Seth Williams operating under the unction of the Holy Ghost spoke a prophetic, I believe, a prophetic word over our church with simply the word, more. And so today, I want to preach to Calvary Tabernacle, more 2022. More 2022. High five somebody and tell them I want more. I'll say it with passion. Tell them, I want more. Amen. If you want it, would you 
Take a moment and just let's just lift our hands and ask God to minister in this building. Lord, we love you. Thank you for being in this place. I pray that you would have your way today, that you would open our hearts and our minds to receive the word of the Lord this morning. Take us individually and collectively to a greater dimension in, the, in faith and in the spirit. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for how you're working. We give you the praise and the glory today. You are worthy and all, of all the praise and all the glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and let the church say amen. God bless you. You can be seated in the fear of the Lord. He is one of the most obscure characters in your Bible. In fact, I just read the only two verses he's named. There's really not much about the man named Jabez, especially when you compare him to guys like David, Solomon, Isaiah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses. I'm just sorry. Uh, Jabez pales in comparison to these great heroes of our Old Testament that we know and love so well. If you're going to teach a Sunday school class, more than likely you won't talk about Jabez. Not when there's guys like Daniel in the lion's den, Noah building an ark, and three Hebrew boys in a fiery furnace. I'm sorry. It just kind of pales. But the reality is, and in just two verses we see a very interesting thing take place when God is a part of it. The Bible says that Jabez, this little known figure of our scripture, was more honorable than his brethren. And to elaborate, the writer of 1 Chronicles tells us that he was born in adversity and sorrow. We do not know what the cause was. We don't know what actually happened. All we know is that mama was going through something. And when she bare her son, she called him, named him according to her problem. She named him according to her circumstances and her situations. And little Jabez grew up knowing that his name meant pain. His name meant sorrow. His name meant grief. And Jabez didn't want that to be his legacy. I don't know when it happened. I don't know if he was a teenager. I don't know if it was when he was a kid. I don't know if he was a grown man married with kids. I don't know when it happened. But something transpired in Jabez's mind and in his spirit. It changed. It shifted. Something happened. And so the Bible says that in the middle of that change, again, we don't know details. We just know that something shifted in his attitude. And he cried unto the God of his forefathers. He said, oh God, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I really don't like my circumstances. And I really don't like my situation. I really don't care for where I am at this point in my life. But God, I have a request. I want you, among other things, and I don't have time to go through all of it, I want you to enlarge my territory. It's an amazing statement. It's an amazing thought. These people of God that had received an inheritance when Canaan was possessed in Joshua and Caleb's day. These men that were given a, a, a sure inheritance, a steady inheritance, never to sell, never to trade, never to give away. They, they were meant to be there for the rest of their lives. They were meant to raise their families and they were meant to pass on their possession to the next generation. 
Yet something was different with Jabez. He said, you know what? I'm thankful for where, what I've gotten thus far. I'm thankful for what I have at this moment. But God, if I could get one thing, I want you to enlarge my coast. I want you to give me more. I want you to give me more of an inheritance. I want you, I, I, God, I'm not satisfied. I'm thankful, but I'm not satisfied with where I am. I just want more. Calvary Tabernacle, I've come today to preach to us, not just me, not just you, but us, both individually and collectively, and tell you that it is time for us to seek the face of God for more. I don't know about you, but I am not satisfied with what I have. I'm thankful for what I have. I'm thankful for the truth that we possess. I'm thankful for the blessings of God we've experienced. I'm thankful for the souls that sit here today. I'm thankful for the fact that we have the building paid off and all the things that are so wonderfully done here. And I'm thankful for what we have. But I'll be honest with you, I am not satisfied with what we have. I want want more. I want more. I want to be careful today because I don't want to give the wrong impression, but I, I want you to hear me when, and, and understand me when I tell you that I am not satisfied with just right now what we have. I want more. I want more. I want more. There are two things that I want more of. And the first must be present for the second to happen. There are two things that we must have a desire for more of. And that first thing is we must have more of God. We need more of God. I want to explain something to all of us before I go any further. It's, it's important that we understand this. There is a distinct difference between the grace of God and the favor of God. Grace means it is the unmerited or undeserved favor of God towards man. And don't get me wrong, I understand favors in the definition, so don't let that 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 throw you off, but it's basically what grace is is it's basically God extending a hand to everybody. Grace today, Titus says, has appeared to all men. Now that's not that, that's all humanity. That's not gender specific. The truth of the matter is we all have been given grace. We are saved by grace. We cannot earn salvation. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can say. There's no amount of tithes we can pay. There's nothing that we can do to earn grace. It is unmerited. It is undeserved. Grace as is given to every man. But favor is different. The favor of God is different. Favor must be fought for. Favor must be worked toward. I didn't say the blessings. God gives blessings. You'll be obedient. God will give blessings. But favor must be earned. Hear me today. It's very biblical. Grace gave humanity the plans to build an ark. But favor gave Noah a covenant and a rainbow. Grace got Israel out of Egypt. But favor got Moses up the mountain. 
Grace gave Isaiah, gave Israel a prophecy uh, of the coming Messiah, but favor gave Isaiah a glimpse uh, of God high and lifted up. Favor uh, gave Israel the promised land, but favor gave Caleb uh, a mountain. Grace gave uh, Israel victory in the valley of Elah, but favor anointed David king. Uh, Hear me today. There is a distinct difference between grace and favor. If you don't believe me, turn into your New Testament Bible to the book of Luke, uh, and you'll find that grace gave humanity a Savior named Jesus. But oh, it was favor. The angel said it was favor that gave Mary a baby. My friend, if you want to have more of God, if you want the favor of God, if you want the deeper things of God, I can't give it to you. It's not going to happen because you just looked apart. It's going to be because you pursue after it. It's going to be because you go after it with everything you've got. When everybody else says I'm just satisfied with grace you seek the favor of God when everybody else says I'm just okay sitting on a pew you go after it in prayer and fasting when everybody else says I'm just happy with what we've got you do a little bit more and you go a little bit further because you're not after anything but the favor of almighty God Hear me today. You can be saved by grace. But if you want more of God, you're going to have to plug into the favor of God. You can be saved. You can go to heaven. You can do all of that. But if you want to experience greater dimensions of miracles, if you want to experience people coming back to God, if you want to experience a greater move of the Spirit, you and I are going to have to work for it. We're going to have to dig. We're going to have to pray. We're going to have to fast. We're going to have to push. Hey, my friend, uh, we've got to fight for favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Understand with me today that I love grace uh, and I'm thankful for grace. uh, But there's something in me that says I'm not satisfied with just grace. Okay, I'll say it like this. I'm not trying to build on the work of the cross. The work of the cross is perfect. Calvary's perfect. Grace is perfect. But I need you to understand that I'm not satisfied with just my own salvation. Grace is personal and grace is free. But grace by itself just means I make it. But I want the favor of God. I want to push until my babies pray through. I want to push until the backslider comes back. I want the favor of God where I can lay hands on the lost and they are filled with the Spirit. Hey, I'm not trying to be mystical today, but I want you to understand. I want the kind of favor of God that when I pray, there's results. I want the kind of passion and dimension and relationship with God uh, that when I speak a word it comes to fruition uh, not because of me but because I've got favor with the almighty Uh, hear me today I'm not just after grace this morning Uh, I want more Uh, I want more Uh, I want more Jesus help us today please hear me please hear me when I say this You can do the minimum with grace. You can't do that with favor. Please don't make fun. And please don't look down on people that are radical. Please don't be intimidated 
It doesn't make you any less of a Christian because grace is equal. But do not get jealous because somebody has favor when they push for it. I know not everybody's going to be getting a hold of what I'm preaching this morning. I, I'm, I realize that, but if I just get two or three that'll get on board with me, the reality is we'll turn Alto upside down. Amen. We just need a handful that'll say, you know what, I want, I want more of God. But hear me today. Church attendance don't mean you're getting more. Just being holy and doing standards doesn't mean you're getting more. You're under grace. It's teaching you how to deny worldly lust and ungodly things and all that. Go to Titus. It'll tell you what grace does. Grace is a teacher. Grace is a guide. All that fun, wonderful things. But hear me. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going deeper. That means you're just doing right. But if you want more, if you want more, if you want favor, you got to find a place alone with God. And it don't matter if pastor called prayer meeting or not. you got to find a prayer meeting. Whether it's here or at the house, you've got to push some things aside and say, you know what? I'm more interested in a move of God than I am in anything else. I just want more. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to understand with me today that more does not come because you just attended church or you just paid your tithes. All of those are great. All of those are wonderful. I'm glad you speak in tongues. I'm glad you do all of that. That's absolutely necessary. But hear me today. A person that, is, that desires more from God will push the plate away in fasting, will pray until God moves. They will go deeper in the Word of God. They will seem radical to their neighbors. In fact, some, and unfortunately, some will even look at them and think uh, they've lost their mind and think they're holier than thou. That's not the case. Uh, there's just a hunger, a desire that says, I don't care what it costs me. Uh, I want more. Uh, church, I don't know why we think this is crazy because this is exactly the identifier for every man in your Bible, every woman in your Bible who was great for God. Uh, you've heard over the last several weeks about Jacob uh, and how God would move on Jacob. Jacob. But Jacob, the key of Jacob was that he was tenacious in his approach for God. He didn't understand the things of God. He didn't quite grasp the significance of the things of God. But he was not satisfied with being second place in a two horse race. He was ready for more. It looked wrong. It looked like deception. It looked like he was always trying to get the upper hand for his brother. But hear me, what it really was, was a desire for more. He did not understand it uh, until in Genesis 32 he came face to face with the angel of the Lord uh, and he recognized uh, that what I want uh, is more uh, of the Almighty. Uh, and so he grabs a hold of the angel uh, and he says I will not let you go uh, until you bless me. That's King James Version uh, for him saying I'm not going to stop uh, until I get more. Uh, I'm not going to settle uh, for anything less uh, than my I need more. I don't care what everybody else says. I don't care what everybody else calls me. I don't care that my brother's coming to kill me. I don't care all the things that have happened in my past. I just need more. I've got to have more. Church, if we want more in 2022, uh, it starts with a desire for more of God uh, in our personal walks with Him. 
Jesus, help us. Help us, Lord. We need more. Do not think for a moment that I can give you more. I wish I could. I wish I could I, I, I could say, well, how much do you want? And you say, well, I want more, and I want this much more. And I can just say, well, there it is. It's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. That's why Paul looked at a young preacher named Timothy and said, T- uh, Timothy, I need you to stir up the gift that's in you. And God is looking at Calvary Tabernacle today saying, I need you to stir up the gift that I've put on you. I need you, if you want more in 2022, I need you to stir up the Holy Ghost that's in you, the gift that's in you. I I need you to stir it up in prayer. I need you to stir it up in fasting. My little wife and I were talking last night. Uh, We're on some forums and and, and preachers and preachers' wives' forums, uh, and there was a discussion the other day about fasting on a forum that my wife was on, and there was some questions about fasting and all that, and and, and, and a comment was made, apparently, according to her, a comment was made uh, that, well, if you fast one, day or seven days it's all the same my friend it's not all the same I know I've been on some of these lengthy fasts it ain't the same there is a different, there, if you want more, you're going to have to go after it. If you want more, you're going to have to, I know, I know we, 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 we love grace and we talk about grace and it's free and it's, all you got to do is receive it. But if you want more of God, it's, it's a job. You got to work for it. You got to push for it. You got to pray for it. You got to fast for it. You got to study for it. You got to be diligent. I've got an evangelist friend, an elder, older evangelist friend that, in fact, Brother Keith Phillips, who's been here, was here about a year ago. When he started off, when he got the Holy Ghost and he started off, he was so hungry for more. He was so hungry for more of God that he began to fast and he began to pray. And he fasted so much uh, that God spoke to him in prayer one day and said, Stop your fasting. I've heard your prayers. I've seen what you're doing. uh, And I'm going to anoint your ministry in ways that you've never seen before. And today he walks in a level of the Holy Ghost uh, that you and I look at and go, Wow, that's amazing. I wish I had that. Oh yeah, I wish I had it. But I've got to tell you today, you don't just get it you don't just get a mantle you got to work for a mantle you got to go after that mantle oh help me Holy Ghost I'm trying to hurry but I I told you there's two, two aspects of more I want more of God in 2022 but I also want more results in 2022 now before anybody gets carried away and thinks I'm all about numbers let me first of all say whatever preacher's supposed to say Every preacher is supposed to say it's not about the numbers. Because you can have a crowd and not have salvation. And that's true. I don't want just a crowd. We can give stuff away every Sunday and have a crowd. We can advertise. $100 gift cards given away. We'll fill this place up every Sunday. Won't mean a hill of beans. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not just interested in the crowd or the numbers. At the same time, I'm very interested in the numbers. Because I don't know about you, but I have four at my house that don't have the Holy Ghost. Y'all ain't heard me. And you've got grandbabies and kids at your house that are on our pews that hadn't spoken in tongues yet. So, Sister Ford, I'm very interested in the numbers. I'm especially interested in four. That number's really important. I told Peyton, I believe it was last night, I said, baby, daddy's going to be praying that you get the Holy Ghost this year. Because I got four. 
You see, I'm very interested in results. I'm not interested in just having a crowd to have a crowd, but I am very interested in seeing the hand of God work at Calvary. You see, I'm very interested in seeing numbers. I'm very interested in seeing God move because every one that we bring in is one that doesn't go to hell. Every two that we get a hold of God for, those are two that the devil loses his grip on. Every three that we teach a Bible study to is three that knows the way of salvation. Hey, you got to hear me. I'm very interested in the numbers. And I want more. I won't ever drug addict. I won't ever prostitute. I won't ever homosexual. I won't ever abused marriage. I want them all because I want more. We've got to have more results in 2022. Sweetheart, this thing's wrapping up. And if we don't get more, we're going to lose them to a devil's hell. Hey, my friend, we don't have time. We don't have time in a world where our suicide rates and depression is at an all-time high because of pandemic quarantines and such like. We've got to reach into the darkness of their world and everyone we save is one the devil loses. We need more. Jesus, help us today. We've got to have more. We've got to have more. We've got to have more. We can't afford to just go through the motions. We need more. We need results. We need the hand of God to work in our church. We need more. We need more souls. We need more miracles. We need more souls. And we need more miracles. And go ahead, let me go ahead and tell you, if you have a miracle in your life, if we pray for you and a miracle happens, you need to be letting us know. No, we don't normally do testimony service here during our services structure. I've just found that if you do that every time, first of all, people run out of things to say. Second of all, you don't know what people are going to say. I'm at home. I'm at home right now. I'm comfortable. I'm just going to tell you the truth, why I do it. But at the same time, if there's a miracle... Come talk to me. I'll stand you up in the middle of church and say, look what the Lord has done. See, you see, we don't quantify our miracles. We pray for them, but we don't count them. We pray for them, but we don't talk about them. We just move on to the next problem. Y'all ain't hearing me. I think it's time for more miracles, but we got to start counting them. This is one, and this is one, and this is one, and this is one, and this. Look what God's done. He's done this one, and that one, and that one. Hey, I wish somebody would hear me. We need more miracles. We need more of God. We need His hand to work. I'm about to scare some folks. I know I am. Bear with me. End of 2019, our average yearly attendance for 2019 was 31 people. On a Sunday morning. 31 people on a Sunday morning. Now, some of y'all don't know this conversation took place. But I sat, and sat at the table with my wife and said, if God don't do something, I won't be here at the end of next year. I'll go find somebody that can pastor this church and can grow this church and people can have revival. We'll move on. We'll do something different. Y'all know that conversation took place. It took place. And then COVID hit. Y'all don't understand. COVID is the best thing that ever happened to me. Because you know what it did? It made me pray. It made me fast. It made me get on my face and say, God, we can't do this. We need you to work. 
Now, 2020 was a crazy year, as you know. We we canceled so much church. We 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 on the top of that, I went for for my purposes. I went to a different software system for counting people and attendance and how we track all of that. And and I'll be honest, I lost count in 2020. But in 2021, our yearly attendance went from 31 to 38. But it gets better because the last quarter, which is the number I'm going to base the rest of my sermon off on, was 44. From 31 to 44, the end of December of 2021. And I got to looking at that and say, wait a minute, God's working. Because it's not just people, random people coming in in crowds. It's people. It's new families moving in. It's 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 people that don't have the Holy Ghost coming in and saying, you know what? I kind of like what's going on at Calvary Tabernacle, and we're baptizing their kids in Jesus' name, and they're coming to Sunday school. And 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 and, and I know the crowd's down today, but you got to understand, this is not normal anymore. Forty-four. I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I don't know if y'all realize, but the first four Sundays of the month, our average attendance has actually been forty-six. I hadn't counted it today, but the first four Sundays of the month, it's been 46, so we're already up. And two of those Sundays, we broke 50. So I'm just getting going to get crazy with the next statement I, I'm going to make. I believe that God can give us 100 by 2024. End of the year, last quarter of 2024, I'm shooting for an average Sunday attendance of 100 people. Because I want more. Now, some of you, I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are thinking, why did you put a number on it? You're limiting God. Well, if God wants to do it this year, I'm okay with that. We'll help the number. Then some of you are thinking, "Mm, does he know there's 31 in church today? Does he know we're averaging 44? We averaged 40. That's a 52% increase in three years. And and doesn't he realize that as of April 1st, he will have been here for eight years. And we've never, other than Easter, we've never hit 100 average attendance. I I just, I just, ah, I don't know. Well, sweetheart, for all of the doubters in the house, let me just go ahead and tell you, I'm going to put a number on it because I want more. And I'm going to put a target on it because I promise if you don't have a target, you'll hit, hit it every time. You don't know what you're shooting at. You can, well, we, we lost three. That was our goal. We had ten get the Holy Ghost. No, you don't have a goal. But, oh, if you'll put a number to it and say, God, this is our number. We want a hundred people. Oh, Brother Grendel, you don't understand. If We got so many problems with a hundred, and, and I don't know if we can do it. I know we can't. Right. <laughs> Y'all ain't heard me yet. I know I can. I've tried for seven years. It ain't worked. But I can tell you right now, if I get a hold of more of God, He'll give me more results. If we'll push and pursue after more, if we'll go after more, God will show up. Now, before everybody gets crazy and before we go any get too spiritual or anything, let me get practical for a moment. When you start breaking that goal down, that's a 52 person, or I'm sorry, a 56 person increase. I think I said 52 while ago. My math's off. I apologize. 56 person increase in the next three years, the next three calendar years. Okay. I know that sounds like a lot, but if you start breaking it down and you start, and I don't have time to go into all of it, but do you realize that if we just have 12 adults receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the year 2022, we can hit 100. 
If you start breaking it down, folks, 12 people getting the whole, that's one a month. We should be doing better than that anyway. I mean, how, how would you feel if your doctor only saved one a month? How'd you feel if the lawyer only won one case a month? How would you feel if your accountant only got one, one tax return right a month? Oh, I'm, I'm meddling now. How would, you feel, how would you feel if the fireman only got one fire put out a month? You wouldn't use them. The church ought to be saving them better than that. I know I'm getting crazy. I'm losing half of you, but please don't. We want more. We're after more. We want more of God. We want God to move in a mighty way. Do you realize what it takes? If 44 as our average attendance and all 44 just brought one, now we're at 88. Now we're only 12 away from our goal. And we, You just brought one. Think about it for a moment. I got to thinking about this. If we just got our family to come with us, you didn't hear me. I said, if we just got our family to go with. My Lord, Sister Rebecca, Brother James, if y'all just brought y'all's family, y'all feel it. We'd have to build a new church. I meet a new person in their family every week. You see what I mean? If we just bring our grandkids, if we can just get them in the house of God, if we can just, if we can just get those that we're connected to. Now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's very easy. We don't do it, but it's very easy. Very, or very simple. Let me say it like that. There's a difference between simple and easy. It's very simple. The number one way that we can, that we can see God move and we can see more results. Number one way, we have, an, we have an evangelistic outreach every single week. It's called church. Every week. Every week. So if we just invite somebody to church every week, as Dad says, if you throw enough spaghetti on the wall, eventually some of it's got to stick. So we just invite people to church. Now, here's the thing. The second thing that we miss so much, we think that we've got to teach Bible studies to be 100% effective. And that's not true. We need to teach Bible studies. But Bible studies and doctrine scare more people away from teaching and being effective in soul winning than anything else, in my opinion. Because one of two things happen. We either think, A, I don't know enough to teach. So I'm not. I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to do something wrong. I don't want to say something wrong. I'll let pastor teach and I'll just support him and, and, and I just don't want to make a problem. And that's very commendable. I thank you for not wanting to be a problem. But that is, that's the truth. That's what happens. The second thing we think when it comes to doctrine is, well, nobody wants doctrine. Nobody wants to know truth. We start talking about truth and people get upset at us. Stop talking doctrine. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind. I'm about to blow your doctrine right now. Stop arguing doctrine. I'm going to tell you a little secret I have found personally. Mo the vast majority of our world wouldn't know doctrine if it hit them in the face. They've never read their Bible. They hardly go to church. And what they're arguing with you about is something they've heard, not something they've read, known, or experienced. They've heard just enough to be argumentative. 
So stop arguing with them. Instead, tell them your testimony. Quick poll here. Has anybody been filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Has anybody's past been completely erased? God gave you a brand new future and you're thankful for it. Has anybody ever experienced the healing of God? Has anybody ever experienced the provision of God? Have you ever experienced the blessing of God? Then tell them. Because they'll argue all day about who Jesus is. But they can't deny, hey, I want to tell you, he healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me. I Forget about doctrine for a minute. We'll worry about that in a minute. But I know a God because he's real to me. I know who he is because he's been good to me. Hey, folks, some of the greatest moments I've had witnessing to people have nothing to do with a pulpit and a Bible study. But they have everything to do sitting in an office saying hey let me tell you how God provided let me tell you about the time God healed my wife let me tell you about the time God saved my baby let me tell you about what God did for me that's the greatest thing they don't want to know how much you know they want to hear about a God that loves them and they'll think you know what if God can do it for Jordan he can do it for me if God can do it for, for, for brother John he can do it for me if God can do it for Pappy he can do it for me I want more. I want more. I want more. Yes, I want to teach more Bible studies. Uh, I've got a personal goal uh, for how many souls I want to win this year uh, that I want to win, uh, that I want to bring to God. Uh, I've got a goal. Yes, I've got a number goal for our church. Uh, yes, there are things that I want to see happen. I just want more. Uh, I just want more. Uh, I'm like Jabez. Uh, I'm tired of the circumstance. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the blessings and the provision, but I want more. I want my children to have more. Uh, I want them to see God do more. I want my world to experience Him more. I want more in 2022. If you'll stand with me, ask the musicians to come. I did a very horrible thing when I started this morning. I forgot to start my timer. So I have no clue how long I've preached and I apologize if it's been too long. So today, and again, I wish everybody was here. Unfortunately, with everybody being sick, it's not possible, but that's okay. So today, it's not going to be a traditional altar call where we come pray. Instead, this is a request. I want more. My wife and I have already talked about this. We are praying about this. We are fasting about this. God, we want more. We want more miracles. We want more souls. We want more of you. We want you to move in our home. We want, you to, we want you to be real to us. We want you to be more than just words on a page that our children hear in Sunday school. We, we want this to be more. more. But remember, I can't, I can't do anything about y'all. I can't make you want more. I can't make you desire more. I, whether it's more of God, more results, more souls, I can't make you do that. But I am asking today. Would you join me on a pursuit for more? I understand there are differences in this building, different levels of spiritual maturity. There are new Christians in the building. There are young Christians in the building. There are, there are elders in the building that have been around for years and have seen so much. But God wants to take every single one of us to deeper levels, higher planes, and wants to do more. 
I know this because the Bible says precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of one of his saints. If, if God was done and didn't have any more for you, he would take you to heaven. He would bring you home. So if you're here, God has more. Now, we've got some folks in our church that have been a part of our church for years. Brother and Sister Porter, Mamma, Sister Sonia. Mom and Dad, they've been here for years. Brother McIntyre, I'm not trying to single anybody out. Brother and Sister Rogers, y'all been here for years, years, years. Some of y'all longer than I have. I'm asking you as elders to join me for more. We've got newer families. We've got uh, Brother and Sister uh, Nell, and, and we've got Brother and Sister Ford, and Brother and Sister Davis, and a couple of these newer families that have come in within the last year and come into our church. And, and some of you, 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 you've got a lot of experience, even been connected with us for years, and, 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 but, but you're new to this scene. I'm asking you to join me in 2022 for more. I'm asking my young couples like Brother Lance and Sister Ashley and, 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 and Brother, J- Brother Filippo and Sister Jamie, some of our young I'm asking you to join me in more. I'm asking our young people like Sister Jacy and Sister Jada and Sister Alexis and Sister Brittany. My Lord, the guys would be going crazy here if we just get them here, all these girls. I'm asking you to join me for more. This isn't my thing. This isn't just mama's thing. This isn't just grandma and grandpa's thing or bishop's thing. I'm asking every every age, every, every couple, every individual to say, Hey, I'll go with you in pursuit of more. I'll pursue more. I'll do more. I don't know what more means for you. I, I, more may be 15 minutes a day of prayer from no, nothing every day. It may, be, it, it may be fasting two days a week versus one day a week. It, it, it may be praying eight hours a day instead of five hours. I don't know what more is for you, but I'm asking you, uh, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, uh, would you join me and my wife and my family on a pursuit for more in 2022? Would you join us uh, as we like Jabez say, you know what, I'm thankful for what we've got but I want more I'm thankful for the blessings I'm thankful for the provision but I want more from God enlarge our coast God give us more give us more miracles give us more souls give us more revival give us more of your glory give us more revelation Uh, give us greater sensitivity to the spirit Uh, give us more giftings Uh, give us more anointing Uh, God grant us more faith Uh, God help us to go further and deeper in you Uh, God we want more so today all over this building if you, if you would I'm asking you if you would join me would you lift your hands and would you lift your voice and if you're here with your family if you're here with your wife or your, your husband would you lift their hand would you, would you grab them by the hand and say hey we're going we're doing more we're going to be more we're going to see more we're going to see God do it we're going to see God do it because we want more in 2022 God we want more in 2022 
We want more people baptized in Jesus' name. Lord, we want more people speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. God, we want to see more miracles. We want to see more people healed of cancer. We want to see people healed of COVID. We want to see people healed of heart disease. We want to see people healed of diabetes. We want to see people healed of eye issues and heart issues and ear issues. We want to see the man walk. We want to see deaf ears unstopped. God, we want more. God, we want more. God, we want more of your spirit. We want more of your anointing. We want more of your glory. We need more in 2022. Jesus. Oh, God, let us pursue after more. Help us as a church to pursue after more. Let us pursue after the things of God. Jesus, give us a heart for more. Give us a heart for more. Oh, yes. I see my city resurrected. I see my city filled with blessing. Eyes full of faith. I speak in Jesus' name. I see my city resurrected. I see my city resurrected I see my city filled with blessing (laughs) eyes full of faith I speak in Jesus name I see my city resurrected oh I see my city resurrected I see my city filled with blessing oh eyes full of faith eyes full of faith I speak in Jesus name I see my city resurrected and I see my family resurrected I see my family resurrect. I see them coming back in 2022. I see my family filled with blessing. Yes, yes, yes. Eyes full of faith. I speak in Jesus' name. I see my family resurrected. I see my family resurrected. Jesus. Oh, yes. I see my family filled with blessing. And eyes full of faith. I speak in Jesus' name. I see my family resurrected all over this building would you lift your hands and would you lift your voice come on let's just worship him right now we're going for more we're going for more we're going for more God we want more in 2022 God we want to see our families filled with the Holy Ghost we want to see our children filled with the Holy Ghost we want to see them baptized in Jesus name God we want to see our friends and our co-workers and our neighbors filled with the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost we want more in 2022 we want more of you Jesus we need more of you Jesus